Did you know that only 7% of couples make it past their 50s in marriage? Now, understand this, that 7% only make it to their 50s and beat death. So that research tells you that they've done two things, stayed married and beat death. Hey guys, today's show I have a really special guest. Now I say that every time, but this guest is very, very, very special to me because it is my lovely wife, Celine Cox. And we're going to be talking about, is he into you or is he not into you? And we're going to be talking about our history of dating and what we did to survive in the dating pool. And we'll be talking about how you can tell if he's a player or if he's not. This is one piece that uh, was brought to us a lot. So we'll be answering how you can tell that guy you're dating, where he is at, and what you should be doing. So let's get to work. You're listening to the Purpose Driven Person Podcast. This podcast is made for leaders unwilling to give up their desires to be purpose-driven. Guys, I made this show for a compass for you to have more purpose in leadership through four concepts, creation, communication, collaboration, and connection in both business and in life. My name is Matthew Leland Cox. I'm the founder of Never Give Up Youth Healing Center, Never Give Up Wellness Center, and Never Give Up Foundation. You can find me at MatthewLelandCox.com. Are you ready? Well, let's do this. All right, Facebook, Matthew here from Never Give Up, and I'm excited to do this show with my beautiful wife, Celine. Hi. Yep, I talked her into it. I actually had to pay her. No, okay. Yep. Um, we tried this just a minute ago. It didn't work, so we're going to give it a whirl. So we're going to keep going, and if it works, yay. So real quick, I wanted to give you the topic. So every Thursday, like I mentioned, at 5.30, we're gonna be, I'm going to be interviewing people. And what great way to kick it off is by interviewing my wife on a topic that we kind of have fun with. We're going to be really sharing about what it means. Is he into you or is he not or is he a player? It's going to be dating on a perspective for men and women. If you're just getting on, let us know if you can hear us. Um, give us a shout out. Let us know that you can hear us. Uh, I think somebody jumped on. Give us a audio test here. Anybody? All right. Let me see here. Uh, let's see. I'm going to just test this real quick. So make sure you hear us. Oh, I tested it myself. Hi. How's it going? <laughs> um, yeah. If you're on, just uh, shoot a hi or a shout out so I can know you hear us and our audio is working. But we're going to get going on this topic because we got a lot to share in, in, in short amount of time. Oh. Can you hear us? Yep, I can hear you. Thank you so much. Oh, there's Tiana. Hi, Tiana. What's up, Tiana? So today we're going to be talking about dating, and we're going to be talking about kind of what we went through in our story, uh, getting to where we're at, and still learning to date, right? Oh, yeah. And still working together. So uh, I still have hope. <laughs> she's still trying to train me. It's all good. Um, so one of the topics I've been asked over and over, Matt, how do I know he's into me? Um, from single moms, maybe dating again. Now, this is our second marriage, both for both of us. Mm -hmm. So, going into it, we were pretty shy. Uh, I don't. I think you didn't ever think you were going to get remarried, right? Uh, no, I didn't yeah. want it. Selena had a, uh, a, a little boy when I first came into it. He's now, he's my son. I just, I, he's, he's mine no he's matter what. He's more you now than me. Huh? And so, um, <laughs> he was two, right? He was about two. When we met, he was like a year and a half, and then when we started yeah. dating, like about two. He's so about eight two, now. yeah. Mm -hmm. So he's eight now, and now he's you know being 
older, we, we, I think out of all the dating I've done, and we'll, this is kind of a backstory, and then we'll jump into what we have. Uh, I think out of all the people I dated, he was the only kid I really connected to. It was really weird. Because he looked like you. Yeah, he looks just That's like That's weird. <laughs> we, we, we had to go get some testing done. I didn't know if I met her somewhere. Right. somewhere. I not remember. Maybe it was in the club, and I can't right. remember or something. But biggest thing is that we really looked at this, and what we want to do in this topic, we're going to tell you our story, how we met, how our dating went, <clears throat> our struggles of trusting from past relationships. But the biggest thing is finding meaning in ourselves and knowing what we needed. So the biggest thing I have for you, we'll start with this, babe, is, um, is love. What is love? Because this is a topic I always got when I was a coach. I know. Yeah, and, and it was fun with couples because they would always they would come in and say, I, I get newly ones in, or they're just dating. They say, I love him, I fell for him, I, I just feel it. And they might have been dating only two months, maybe a year. So what's love to you as a woman? For me, it's just a process. Okay. It, it, like, like I don't fall in love immediately, or I don't love somebody immediately. You know, I go there with no expectations. And, um, and if the relationship continues, then I can put some seats there. You know, like I'm very, I don't go like 100% and I'm a star backwards. Yeah. I'm go like, I love you more now than when I met you. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Because, you know, in the movies, I think we get taught a lot that when we watch the movie, the big romance, the big, huge climax of the movie, they find each other on a building. Uh, and it, it's like the music starts playing, the drums start beating, and it's just this big thing they fall in love and the world just it, ends, right? It's like growing together and be oh, willing okay. so, to work. For me, yeah. that's my concept. It's not like, oh my gosh, you know, I fell in love with this guy. No, it's not. Oh, so it takes time. For me, time. it's not love. Yeah. For me, it takes time. And I think it never ends because, the, I mean, the more time we are together, our relationship gets stronger because we get to know better. She, and then she we has are, more patience with me, right? Now I yeah, now I am. So and that's where I'm getting to just be funny about it is this is is I think love is the definition of unconditional love, not trying to change the person for who they are, not trying to make changes, really working with the person and understanding. So part of love is, I think it is is learning. I've learned I I've learned I've had to not change you, in the beginning of our our love, our love story, is that. Um, I think when you get in, and I've seen this over the years coaching so many people, is that they'll look at their partner with a sense of, in the beginning of the relationship, they need to fix that, they need to change that. And that's not unconditional love, that's, that's uh, trying to change somebody, right? Yeah, and like something that we have to understand is like nobody can change nobody. The only person we can change is ourselves. So, but I, one of the reasons why I love you is because you are willing Okay. You are willing to change or modify, even if it takes you a yeah. long time, you know, but yeah. you, you are so much better than when I met you. So that, it, here's what she just said, guys, that she said, I'm willing, so therefore it's all good if I change, right? <laughs> no, it's not that you're changing, you are modifying oh, for it, your best. <laughs> but it's a desire, too, because if I truly loved my wife... I'll look at my imperfections and want to make her happy. Does that make sense? But if so, if I have an issue, just a simple one, it's, it's the simplest things. Drives her nuts when I leave my shoes everywhere, right? And so 
if I love her, I won't make her the bad person. I'll say, okay, I understand this drives you crazy, so you want it over here. Now, for me, it, I, it, I don't care where it is, right? It's just who I am. And so I'm not really changing it. I'm just looking at what her need is, right? And I'm looking to see if I can meet that need. And it's a simple thing. This is just a simple example. But I love her. I want her to have less stress and less calm. So it's unconditional. I'm not trying to change her. And she's not trying to change me. She just gave me a boundary. She just says, I feel more calm when my house looks like this, right? So there is no change in that. It's called compromise, right? Isn't that, isn't that yeah. cool how that works? Yeah, yeah compromise. So compromise. And, and so that's love. We just want to go and we're going to go into a little bit more on that. So what I want to get to is our story. Because I think the story is going to help a lot of single moms. Mm -hmm. And uh, also just men that have went through some hard times. But also uh, voiding that ability to become a player. Because that, that's the title today. Is he really into it or is he not or is he a player? So let's talk about that. So I'm going to let you start the story because... You fell in love with me first, right? No. Oh, okay. I'm so. still in the process. Oh, okay. Still in the process. I think it's after your sixth. I'm 60, loving right? you. <laughs> I'm very real. And we so, are like, what, over six years now? Yeah, six years and we're still going. Oh, yeah. So. Like, I don't go all the way there. Okay. I'm just, he needs, so, to, he needs to, So take us I'm back just when a you, deposit. So take us back when we first met. Do you remember that time? Uh, kind of. Okay. And if you have questions, so, just pop them up and we'll answer them as we go. Yeah, when uh, when we just when we met, it was just for like thanks to my friend Oscar Pericon. <laughs> Hi, Oscar. Um, he introduced me uh -huh. to Matthew, and then we just met uh, just to business purpose. He was trying to open a business, and he needs somebody to help him. So that was it, and that was it. That was our first meeting. No big deal. It was like guy, whatever. You know, I was like whatever, nothing. Then. Times went by, and then we just text, right? Like one or two times yeah, on that period, like yeah. five months went by, and then we met again, and that's when Matthew fell in love with me. Oh, right? And started, then, <laughs> well, I started really getting attracted. And, yeah. So. But that was on, on our, like the second time we, we met, but we met there, just. There was something about you, yeah. So that was the, mm -hmm. right, like, hmm. Yeah, like, oh, this is, yeah. this looks fun, huh? Yeah. So, so then, um, after that, then it just started happening. Like we never planned anything, hmm. never talk about anything. It would just, it just start happening. So then that's how we started. Okay. So, and you know, the cool thing about the story is as we started dating and, well, I guess we, do we call it dating? Cause, cause one of no. the topics is dating in the digital world. I was just having yeah, fun. Having fun. But yeah. we, we were texting, right? We we're using this electronic stuff. So digital. Uh -huh. um, even though we think we're old-fashioned, I that, am old-fashioned. Yeah, we think, but it's hard in our time and era because we text. We but did, I need we did to see the yeah. person first. Yeah, I you, buy. As much as you felt that, we text uh -huh. a lot. We did the yeah, digital yeah, yeah. thing, and so a lot of times, do you really know the person when you're doing that digital no. interaction? No. No. So a lot of times, what happens is we don't really get to learn and. And I think here's what happens, and this is something I want to just address on the digital side, and I've coached people through this. When you don't put them in the scenarios for, this is for you girls, when you don't put the guy in scenarios where you can see how he reacts, how do you know who he is? Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Exactly. So if I'm just letting him text me and, hey, let's go watch a movie, come over, let's hang out, 
that's like what we did in high school, right? Mm -hmm. that's, that's not dating at It's this just age having and, fun. It's just it's, going out well, like it, with the, somebody well, and just, yeah, just having yeah. fun. And, and you think that's love, but that's not love. Yeah. Love so, is way more than that. So I still remember, too, when we started working together, or um, you came over to my sister's house uh -huh. in the backyard, and we were getting ready to start working and setting stuff up. And, mm -hmm. and we started having this intellectual conversation. It was an interesting conversation. So when conversation, we start yeah. getting to know better mm -hmm. each other, that's yeah. what happens. In the conversation, but the cool thing is, this is what was big for me in dating. Um, after having a, a, a rough divorce for years earlier, um, I was struggling just trying to figure out who I was mm -hmm. and where I was standing. And in that process, um, I had some pretty um, you know, quick relationships. I've, I wasn't the best in the relationships because I just wasn't ready. Um, I was still recovering. I was still healing. And I think this is what happens a lot for men and women. You don't give, you, you don't give yourself time to heal. Mm -hmm. You just jump exactly. right in it. I think for me, my fear was to be alone. I didn't want to be alone. I didn't know how to be so alone. you were just playing. Yeah. Well, I, was, I ended up being playing. Mm -hmm. So that's the easy a player part. Because mm -hmm. for me, it, I think it just ended up that way because I was scared. And so therefore, I thought all women were crazy. That's what I had the definition. Yeah, we are, huh? So, so I I kept my distance. I didn't let anybody in. I started putting guards up, mm -hmm. and there were some good women I dated. They were, they were really good women. They were nice, big-hearted, but I just wasn't ready. I wasn't mm -hmm. ready, and and unfortunately, it, it took me I think seven years later I met Take you. Take your yes to marry me. That's it. Yeah, that was it. Right. But it took somebody to set the boundaries, and that's something I think what happened when when I met her in the backyard, just going back to the story, there was just something that clicked. I think we both felt it. Mm -hmm. It was just, it clicked because we were sharing it, our, what, what our meaning in life is, what we wanted to see happen. And I think from that day, we've accomplished everything we talked about, right? Oh yeah, it's everything I told yeah, you. It's pretty crazy. Mm -hmm. So it was a pretty crazy thing. So there is a little bit of the movies in here. It was little sparks, I think there. So that mm -hmm. there was, because I think when a couple meets, this is something you can jump in for a woman, is there is a, a part of endorphins. There's the sexual drive, mm -hmm. like a, attraction. Correct. Physical and then, attraction. Yeah, and then there's the emotional, the deeper connection. Yeah. Because there's the surface, which is the physical. You've got to be attracted to them um, on some sort of level. But then there's that emotional for me, which is even deeper because I'm the woman in our relationship, right? Yep. But <laughs> even then, though, like for like me, it's that. just like not because I... I, I you know, I can meet a lot of cute guys, and I say, oh, even now that we are married, I can see handsome guys, say, oh, he's cute, you know, that's it. It doesn't mean like, oh, I love this guy, and I'm going to go, no. It's just, for me, it's more like the physical attraction is more like get to know the person. Then when I get to know the person, then I can decide what I'm going to with that, you know. Okay. So, and, it, and it's important to understand this part of the, the courting, as we talk about courtshipping. A lot of times when I'd coach uh, single men, single women uh, in this area of dating, because dating is so hard because it's so open, there's such a looseness about it now in our society. Mm -hmm. uh, casual, I'm not really taking it serious. I love this one. All the women I used to coach, they would say, well, he says we're not seclusive and it's not, I'm, we're just, it's an open thing. And a lot of them would say, what's that mean? Yeah, exactly. What does open mean? <laughs> yeah, well, that they can go have sex with exactly. anybody. Yeah. So, yeah. so what you have to really avoid in this is that you, as a woman, and we're talking about women, and 
I'll be the man side. But, but what we're talking about for women is, I think you mentioned it earlier, and this is where it's going, is you got to know who you are. Exactly. And you got to like, know your meaning, right? Yeah, like, like I have like some uh, family members say, oh, you're so lucky because, you know, you always got like a good guy. They say, no, it's because for me, it's not that I'm lucky. For me, it's like I know who I am and I know what I want. And as a, any person, women or men, if you know who you are and you know what you want, then you're going to be able to identify when you really want to go forward with that relationship. Because just before I was uh, dating you or met you, I met this guy. He has everything that the woman, that the woman yeah. want. He was so handsome. I mean... Was he an architect too? No. Oh, this was a different. It was an Sorry. engineer. I mean, I mean, he has everything that you were, that you can go. How you say? How the people say? Like you can fall for that person. Yeah, the wealth or the riches or the everything. He had the whole package. He has, right? and he was so handsome, super nice person. Blah blah blah. Did he have a six pack? Like that? Six okay. pack too. Yeah, everything. I mean, everything. It was like you see it that you say, oh, this is the one. But the funny thing, when I we went mm -hmm. to have dinner like a two or three times or maybe four or five, but anyways, after I get to know him, it was not what I wanted. So emotionally, you guys didn't connect? Not, not emotionally. What was it? That? When I get to know the person, he was not super nice guy. It was so. just something. I mean, as, as a woman, we have this, you know. Intuition. Intuition, like mm -hmm. the modern intuition. Mm -hmm. and, and it was like, no, I mean, no. And then we ended up being good friends and that was it. But when I, for me, those are red flags, and I think we all identify those red flags, but then we justify them a lot of the time. So I didn't justify them. I was just like, okay, that, that's it. You know, that, that for me, that was red flags. I didn't feel it like it was something like he wasn't look like when we were talking, he never looked at my eyes. You know, like I, I don't feel that like he was fully honest with me when we were, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So, then I decide like, oh, like I stop Not, it right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so she hits that. So a lot of times in, intuition is seeing if the person is really present. And um, you can see this in your own marriage right now or your relationship. It's, it's, it's from the beginning because if, mm -hmm. if they don't seem like they're into you. Uh, but but yeah. the thing is like, my advice will be like, if you see those red flags, it won't change. Oh, it will go. get worse if you get to marry a person because he won't get better. Because when we met somebody, we just showed 10% of who we are. We just start getting to know each other, you know, with the time and, and after time. So my advice is like, don't get crazy don't for a person. Time. Don't waste your time yeah. or your energy. It's a lot of energy. So, so would you say for women, give it a, a shelf life and dating, maybe one or two dates or three dates. Uh, don't go so quick to the physical side. Really put them in a place where they can courtship. What do you? What's your advice on that? I don't know. It, it depends because. But you each, just said don't waste time, right? Yeah, yeah. Time and energy. It's no. So, I mean, if you see those reflex and you. Do not like those flags, red flags. You're a strong you are, woman. You are wasting some of them. your time. Well, and that's the thing. It's like you can say, oh, I'm a strong woman. Well, yes, I am. Driven. Because I know who I am. Purpose driven. Yeah. And I don't need a guy to meet my goals or my purpose in so, life. So there's the key right there is interdependent. Stephen Covey talks about this a lot. Mm -hmm. Interdependent and codependent relationships. So 
what Selene is saying is you don't need a codependent relationship. Interdependent is if I die tomorrow, she's, she'll, she'll be sad, maybe. Um, I and, will, maybe. <laughs> of course kidding. I will. Um, but she'll be sad a little bit, and then, but she'll, it'll hurt, but she's an interdependent woman. She's going she's gonna to get up and go do what she needs to do. Exactly. She's going to keep moving, right? Like my goals won't stop because of that. Yeah, you know, my life doing, it yeah. doesn't stop. And yeah. when somebody says, oh, I'll die without you. No, nobody die without nobody. I mean, you'll you'll fill the void. Exactly, you'll fill that. Yeah. But so that's called interdependent relationships, and that's a lot of times where you get stuck in the man's side when you're a woman dating the players. Um, and and there's some people, like I said, I kind of went into that role because I was hurt, and mm -hmm. I had to really have somebody say, "Look, you need to yeah. stop this." Adriana, yeah. Adriana say, "Yeah, just marry them, and you're gonna get to know them." After. It is very different <laughs> after. Yeah, it is. It is. So if you see those red flags, trust me, if you can, if you marry that guy, yeah. it will get worse. Yeah, you don't change the <laughs> habit overnight. Exactly. And, and and I'm the one that's responsible for my habit. She's responsible for her habits. Exactly. One of the things we saw, and we're we're gonna come to an end. We're just trying to do 30 minutes on here because we want to get to the good part here is that one thing we saw is Celine was raised, and I'm just gonna share this part. She was raised by a single mom, mm -hmm. very, very driven, very independent. And I was raised by a single mom, uh, very codependent, very opposite of her mom. So we also didn't have that relationship. We didn't have that example growing up, what it looked like a marriage or what it should be, right? Because we, we didn't have fathers when we were very young. Mm -hmm. Um, then I inherited the stepfather. I think you didn't. No. Yeah, you, yours a single. So we butted heads a lot because Celine was very inner or very dependent. Independent. Independent. Sorry, and dependent, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, and so we, she had a hard time asking or coming in and being part of the relationship. That can happen too. So, so when you're getting into a relationship, you got to see it like she's saying, because I, I want to make sure, because we're talking about dating, mm -hmm. is you'll see all these signs early in, in it, like how they treat their mom. You hear that saying all the, all the time, right? Mm -hmm. The way a man treats their mom is the way they're going to treat their wife. Um, and, and, you know, I always look at my mom. She raised me. Celine, mom, she's always here. So we, we really take care of our parents. And so that was one big thing I think was important. Mm -hmm. and, and, and it's, it's an important piece when it comes to dating. And the funny thing, like yeah. you mentioned that, it's just like you introduced me to your family immediately. Yeah. Like you, you know, even if you were like, you know, no, like you were still playing when we met, but you were like honest. You were, you were honest, you know, for the most but, part. And then I think I fell in love with his family. She did, yeah. <laughs> so, and that was a big piece of mine when I was dating. I want to make sure whoever I was with forever that they really knew my family was all crazy. So, so no, just kidding. So they, they understood that here's my family, here's who we are. Mm -hmm. But she's also family-driven, so that value connected. So we had a good value base on that. So the last part of this is I want to really drive this home. So the question is, is he ready, is he not? And is he a player? So how do you know if somebody's ready? That's, that's a big question. And we're talking about men here today. So how do you know if a man's ready? It's a million-dollar question for a woman. Exactly. You, you don't really know if somebody's ready. You need to know yourself. If you, I mean, if, you are t if somebody tells me right now, hey, you know, the guy I'm dating, you know, he's telling me that we're going to have what they call, like the open relation, yeah. like you can have sex with anybody you want or have any other couples or whatever. 
if you choose to be there, that's your choice. That you have, you need to deal with those consequences. Don't cry about it. You know, because it's what do you want as a person, as a woman? What is your value as a person? Like, if you were come to me and say, "Hey, Celine, I just wanna." you know, have fun and like, and if I agree with that, I know that that's it, right? But if I was like, if I was like, oh no, that's not what I want, see you later. That's, I, you know, like I will do that uh, like in the heartbeat. But if I wanna play with him, just play. Don't, don't put your heart into. And if not, then just cut it off. It's a lot of men so, out there. So it <laughs> it's like when you're gonna buy a house. You just, always see different houses, and then you see the other one that you like better and, and better. And that's what dating is about. I think you're getting is that what she's really looking at too is that um, dating is about getting to know somebody. You if and and you got to really have those boundaries because dating in Vegas is a lot different. Say dating in Utah and Mexico, right? Mm-hmm. It's because she's from Mexico, I'm from Utah, and being in Vegas, it was funny when we met here. It's it's crazy here. I mean, this this the rules of dating in Vegas. But what if you're dating online? It's a whole nother rule. It's like, how? what are you looking for? I always told my uh, clients when I was coaching them, don't go look in the bars if you don't want an alcoholic, right? It just makes sense. You know, don't go looking in bars if you don't want somebody, unless, unless you're okay with being an alcoholic, right? And, and I have some friends as well where they complain about, hey, you know, they were married, they got divorced, mm-hmm. and they, they are having a hard time to remarry again. And they say, hey, every time I meet somebody, you know, after a month or three months or whatever, they just, you know, they just run away or, yep. you know, like walk away. And, and my thing is like, where I always ask them, where did you meet them? Oh, I met them on the, whatever, Blue Martini, Senior Frog, whatever they met them. I said, okay, so I think you need to start going different places, you know, because if you met somebody like that, that's their, it's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I love to go to those places, but I'm just saying you already know their mm-hmm. habits or the ones that they move together, live together, and they complain because the guy mm-hmm. in this case uh, go out with the friends every weekend well when you met them that's how they were like they yeah. were doing or they that, play you know? video games all the time or the ones that yeah. play video games but, all the time and we're not saying these are bad that's just up to you yeah it's, it's up again, to what you want what you what want. Do you want what is the uh-huh. meaning that you're looking i think what attracted us together is that we had purpose we knew what we wanted to do bigger things mm-hmm. uh, one is we wanted a family we wanted to uh, help people right yeah and then uh, like one thing like like um after my my first divorce, like after my divorce, my only divorce. You're right on, Adriana. <laughs> uh, so after I got divorced, I say I never gonna get married again, never have another kid, blah blah blah. I plan my life with me and my son. That's it. But I always pray to God because I know His plans are better than mine. So I always pray to Him that if He has somebody for me, I say I want somebody that believe in God. Because for me, that is important. And that has no kids. That was my second big requirement. Then okay. when I met Matthew, yeah. so I said, hmm, this guy has no kids. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> so he maybe so, is the one. That was lucky. So, yeah, because I have my kids, so I don't want other kids involved with my kids. I don't know. I'm selfish, but so I love my kids. So it, was, it was something that, like, if I remarried somebody, these are my requirements. This is what I'm looking for. When you know what do you want, then you're gonna get what do you want, like what you want, right? Yeah. So, 
And so just to kind of sum it all up and, and bring it to the end so they can kind of know the, the title is, is you at the end of our story to kind of just bring it so they understand. When did you remember the time when you uh, I had to make a choice, right? You remember this? Yeah. Part? Yeah. So this was fun. I'll tell it and then she can add to it. Uh -huh. So there was a point where I had to make a choice. I was actually just ending one relationship and I met Celine. So in that relationship, wonderful person just just didn't have the same direction I was going. Um, you always, in any relationship, you leave a piece of yourself. It's just how mm -hmm. it works. And so you always care for the person. And when I met Celine, uh, there was a point where she just said, look, I'm at that point and you need to make a decision. Either you, you're here 100% or you're not. And I was at that point as a man. So as a man's point of view, <laughs> We have another little one that that's came from all this fun time. Yeah. <laughs> um, our two-year-old, you can hear him in the background. But um, at the, so what happened is is when she said that, I had to make a decision. So as a man, I had to put away my childish ways and say, okay, I'm I'm in. And this is something. It's a practice. It's something that you just got to know. Commitment is an everyday thing. You're saying, "Okay, I'm going to do it." It wasn't like easy right away. No. I had to say, "Okay, I'm committed," and put away my fears, not worrying that I was going to get hurt again, not worrying that she was going to leave me. All those different little things that I was going through my head. So, all your weird. fears. Yeah. All your fears. But you, it's weird coming mm -hmm. from a guy, right? Um, being honest, most men, if they would be honest and vulnerable. And go to that vulnerability, that shame, that worry, and talk about it, right? Because exactly. that's, that's really what the issue is. That's why men become players, most men. There's just some really poor people out there, not just men. There's some just dangerous people you want to stay away from if you don't want to mm -hmm. get hurt. But at the end of the day, a lot of times if we just be vulnerable and talk about it, we'll avoid a lot of hurt. Exactly. So I think that was interesting because you, you remember that day, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, that, you probably remember better than oh, me. I did. He has to I, sleep with the yeah, dogs. So. I had to sleep with the dogs. But and then after I had, that, yeah. he... <laughs> But after that, after once I made that choice, never looked back. Exactly. And it's been good. And it. But it, I, yeah. I, th I think when that happened, it was because we both were like, yeah. like it was so serious to me. I said, okay, okay, what is this? Where are we going with this? Because it was not like, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, yep. la la la, and we were not la 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 anymore. So it was like more serious. So when I see that, then I have to say, then I have to put my boundaries. Whether yep. I'm gonna go a little more forward with you, or we just leave it here. Yep. But if you see, I wasn't like dying and crying and asking you, no, because I that was my boundary, and I was up to you, and I will be like, I I didn't have any problem with whatever you're going to choose. But I do have to put my boundary. Yeah, that, and that's most important. Uh, Ruben, you said, what is three and four? What is that? Three um, or four. Three or four. What, can, you, can you ask that again? I just want to make sure. What is three and four? Um, so the biggest thing, too, as we come to an end, as we're just, any other questions? We. I liked what Adriana said there. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that we want to really make sure that you have is some dating advice and some, some ways to keep the romance alive. So if you've been married two days, three years, five years, one of the things we wanted to leave with you is this. Um, when you're dating, the biggest thing I would always tell clients is you got to know your meaning. you got to know what you're doing. Because if I'm not right, I can't make somebody else right. I can't be happy if, if I don't have my meaning or my story. And that's the biggest thing I would leave with you, no matter where you're at. If you're a single mom, 
if you're a single parent, if you're a single individual, and you're online trying to hunt for that person now, the biggest thing I, I want to make sure I really drive home to is when you're dating and when you're out there, you have to have the understanding that men are hunters and women are gatherers. It's a, it's a nature thing that has been around for centuries. Men hunt. We are hunters. We are attractive, and we will find what we're attracted to, and we'll take it, we'll use the club and drag it home, right? So that's kind of our makeup. But women are gatherers. They love to build. They love to uh, gather things. And my wife loves to gather furniture and shoes, right? She gathers shoes. But the big thing is that once our hunting, what we have to do, and this is the vice of dating and being in a marriage, is we got to make sure we curb the hunting while we're in a relationship. Because you'll still see some people that you say, wow, they're beautiful, but I'm not a hunter anymore. I, I put up my hunting gear. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and yeah. You, yeah, you can see like any woman and you, you go, you're going to say, oh, she's cute and everything, but you know what you have yeah. from, you know? Yeah. Same I, thing. Yeah. For women, it's the same thing. I mean, yeah. we are not hunters, but we see somebody that is attractive. Oh, you yeah. know, like, but we think about it, but we know what we have at home. But we also have to work at it because this is, this, mm -hmm. the, how we can love people, we can care for them, but when conflict occurs, that's when the, the relationship really is, mm -hmm. that's when all the, the investment, the time that we deposited into the relationship, because we can do all sorts of things when it's easy and everything's good, but when the conflict occurs, that's when you have unconditional love. When you don't try to change it more, you try to be patient and uh, work willing. on the communication. Yeah, yeah. willing to work yeah. together. Have that willingness, knowledge, and skills. So anything else you want for advice for women, we'll let these guys go, but um, anything yes, else? Yes, my advice, yes, like I mentioned before, know who you are and know what you want. That's and it. trust me, yeah. if you have those things very clear, that will be so much easier. Yep. I can't say it any easier. Uh, uh, we're not like these great, this is a simple podcast, just our podcast, <laughs> Facebook cast. We're not going to get like big wows and, and leave you with anything. The simplicity of life is this, meaning and purpose. Mm -hmm. If I don't have meaning and purpose, I can't be happy. Because happiness with no meaning and purpose is selfishness. Exactly. It's, it doesn't work with one. It's like tuna fish and chocolate. Can't mix it. I, I don't want to eat that, would you? Tuna fish and chocolate? That would be a weird mix. That would be weird. Yeah, so the big thing is you got to know what your meaning, your purpose is. And make sure that they align because we got to talk about them too as couples. I have to know what her goals are. I, it doesn't mean that we, we can share in it. I can validate them. I can say, okay, that sounds good. She, she supports me in my goals, but we're interdependent still. We're not codependent. Does that make sense? So we, mm -hmm. have, we have two different things, but we, she is the chief operator of our house. She's the mom. That's, that's, that's a job that does have no pay, right? And you're up 24 hours a day, mm -hmm. sometimes on your feet every day. Uh, your client is always pulling at your leg, right? Mm -hmm. it's, it's, I'm just making a joke because moms are chief operators. They're the, they're the greatest things ever, right? So the last thing I would leave with you is this, is after you know your purpose, continue to work your butt off. That's it because you're the one that makes your change. And I always tell husbands and men, make sure you read. Make sure that you're doing things to improve yourself. Because women, they, they can't prove us. We have to do it ourselves. Does that make sense? Yep. I think that's important. Well, any other questions? I, I was seeing if we, uh, Howard, or was it Ruben? Did he, did he respond back here? I didn't see that. We'll, we'll oh, no. 
I just see one and four. No, I didn't understand right Ruben's question. <clears throat> no, was it three or four? Oh, right here. I think it's, he's commenting oh, off I'm Adriana's. Back. I went to, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we just got it right on Ruben. Um, all right, well, thank you for joining us. And if you have any questions, feel free to message us privately. Celine's on there. If you have questions as a woman, feel free to message her. And always remember, as you continue to date out there, set your boundaries. Just like Brene Brown says, be vulnerable, be empathetic and sympathetic, but talk about boundaries really early in the relationship or dating or whatever you call it. Courtshipping. We're old-fashioned courtshipping, right? Yeah. You know, make them work for it. I think the greatest thing I ever had done is make them work for you. Because mm -hmm. the big thing is if you, women, we're chasing you. So put the boundary up. And, and, I, and okay. I think that's, that's very important before we, we leave. Uh, it's just the, I'm very honest in front. Did, like, since I met you, I told you, like, my expectations for everything. And, Adriana says And, forward. you know, like, everything. So, um, and I think a lot oh, of the time, <laughs> yeah, a lot of the time, we try to do everything for the men. We try to, you know, cook for them and do this and do that. So since the beginning, if we just put our boundaries, trust me, that won't be issues. Yep. So that's it. That's your advice. So continue to do you and continue to never give up. And we'll do this again. We'll have some more videos like this helping you date and continue your relationship. All right, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. Good right. night. See ya. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the Purpose Driven Person podcast. Something I said today resonated with you. Head over to my website. I would love to give you a free gift to download, but you can also email me at purposedrivenperson at gmail.com. And don't forget to head over to iTunes and leave a five-star review. And remember guys, always continue to push your dreams and never give up. I'll see you next time. Take care.